0: You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team
1: every day. Locked On Spurs is a daily podcast covering the San Antonio Spurs. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Audio Boom, and many more. Locked on Spurs will be there waiting for all Spurs fans, whether it be on your daily commute, lunch hour, or whenever you have time, Lockdown Spurs will bring you the latest on the silver and black. Now, let's talk some Spurs. I thought the off season was supposed to be the off season and everything's supposed to be quiet and you know a person like myself and Casey Kiernan who's gonna join on in a few seconds. We have a nice little summer away from the Spurs. Nope, that's not the truth at all. You know, the Spurs are just being very active in the off season, retooling, refocusing, trying to tweak and see what they can do, and I perhaps the biggest uh I, I guess um brick that fell on the floor for Spurs fans is the Spurs have renounced the rights uh well renounced Jonathan Simmons, that is, making him an unrestricted free agent. And we're gonna talk about that and a lot more on this episode of Lockdown Spurs, powered by NewsForceSan dot com and part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And I'm your host, Jeff Garcia of Newsforce San Antonio and Fox Twenty Nine San Antonio, and joining me today. And uh, making this second return to LOS is uh, my fellow uh, buddy, my brother from another mother, Casey Kiernan of NewsForSanAntonio.com, as well as Fox 29 San Antonio. Casey, what a time to hop on LOS.
0: I know. Absolutely, man. Gosh, when I started hearing all this news, I was like, yes, I'm so glad I'm on the pod today.
1: Yeah, I, and it would be the right one to jump on. And uh, as I mentioned in the intro, uh juice juice simmons is more likely than not i would say close to 100 percent not going to be a spur next season uh casey you know when the news hit uh what were your first thought
0: well my first thought was you know with all how complicated the cap is i'm like okay what does this mean you know what i mean because <laughs> yeah everything is so convoluted and you almost have to be like a a uh, guy who went to MIT like Daryl Morey, the GM of the Rockets, to understand everything. <laughs> so when you see, when you see that they've renounced the rights to Jonathan Simmons, he'll become an unrestricted free agent. For me, I'm like, okay, does that mean <laughs> he's coming back or not? And then uh, we got some more information later in the day that said that, despite reports, uh, Simmons' camp stopped negotiating with the Spurs. Right, and so yeah. that that sealed it for me. Uh, And you know what it did mean was that uh, that they could not, they didn't have to match another big offer that another team uh, made him and they don't have to give him that mid-level exception of 8.4. You know, they could low ball Jonathan Simmons now and give him like 3.2, you know what I mean? Right. uh, Now. And so of course he doesn't want that. Um, And you know, when they did end up signing uh, Brandon Paul, I thought, okay, this is a Jonathan Simmons prototype, someone who can do the sh- fill the same role uh, on the Spurs as Jonathan Simmons, only they have to pay him a whole lot less because he's, he's unproven. Right. So I'm, Yo, I'm really sad to see, to see Simmons go, you know what I mean? This yeah, is not and, um, like a Boban Marjanovic where, yeah, he was great and we liked him, but he was only there for a minute. Like Jonathan Simmons has been their project and part of their franchise for a long time. His story is so unique, and I'm I'm
1: sad to see him go. Oh no, I'm I'm right there with you. You know Simmons brought the juice on the on the floor for the Spurs in the last uh, two seasons, even beyond that, and, and with Austin when he was playing in the G League and like that's what it's called now. Uh, so he's been with the Spurs system for quite some time, and Spurs fans really. Uh, Uh, Took it tough. You know, they didn't like seeing uh, the news that uh, Simmons more than likely than not will be going to another team next season and What struck me about it was just I knew something was up Casey when the Spurs were taking this long to uh, Get him signed up or at least get something going you see how fast they usually take care of their own Uh, Patty Mills is the most recent answer and and now it seems to me. This was the last domino to fall for the Spurs going forward, you know, they still got to deal with Pau Gasol. They still got to deal with Manu. Is he, is he not coming back and so on and so forth? So, yeah, but circling back to juice, I think the biggest thing to me, aside from just him being a fan favorite is we lost a lot of athleticism with him.
0: Right. Yeah. And not only him, uh, you know, I think that David Lee is a really athletic guy. Dwayne Dedman was super athletic. And Pop has let Dwayne Dedman and Jonathan Simmons, the two most athletic guys on the team, walk. Um, And, you know, that big offer never came for Simmons. I mean, I know that his whole strategy was that he he played so well when Kawhi went down to the playoffs. You know, if his regular season didn't prove anything, then, man, these playoff minutes against the Rockets and against the Warriors are definitely going to earn me that big fat contract. Right. And you know the Spurs never had to make that that tough decision. You know we thought, man, when someone offers Simmons sixty million bucks, the Spurs are going to have to make a decision. You know that's the whole point of them offering that that qualifying offer, was so that that they would have the first right of refusal. Well, that big that big contract never came down from the Knicks or the Clippers or the mm-hmm. Kings or the or the uh, or the T Wolves. That's who was mm-hmm. rumored, right? And so right. I guess at some point the Spurs are like, look, man, uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna let your cap hold go, um, and if you want to sign for less and come back to San Antonio, you can. But it really doesn't look like that big deal is coming, you know. And I feel bad for him because he's 28 years old. I thought that yeah. I was hoping that big deal would come for him too. You know, he's got several daughters. He's been working his butt off to make this big NBA dream happen, and then this big contract hasn't come his way.
1: No, uh, you know, do, is it safe to say, or would you agree with me, a uh, shades of uh, past uh, Spurs that have been in this situation before? You look at a guy like Derek Anderson, uh, Steven Jackson. You know how volatile he is, but you, you know, like like you rarely see this type of, uh, I guess, contract breakdown from the Spurs. As I mentioned before, uh, the team does take care of their own. You know, they're very, especially with guys that have been there with them. Uh, from their beginnings. And, you, you know, you're seeing this happen yeah, all over the again role, with Juice. I think the
0: role that Simmons plays is not important enough to throw a lot of money at, right? Like, yeah. so when the Sixers offered Manu $14 million last year, you know, of course they're going to match that. I mean, they're going to throw money at yeah. that because his role is irreplaceable. But what did the Spurs do when Simmons is going to offer big money? I mean, demand big yeah. money? Well, they go out and sign Brandon Paul. Like, to me, that yeah. shows you know, how much they valued the role that he plays on this team, and the role is kind of marginal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, Is is marginal, like uh, you is know, because... yes.
0: Sorry. Go, go ahead, up. I'm
1: sorry. No, go ahead.
0: I was going to say the reason he put up those numbers is because Kawhi went down, you know? Well, guess what? You, we The Spurs don't need him to fill that role. You know, that's Kawhi's job. You know, the only – and now, you know, so – so he yeah, he played well against the, the Warriors and the Rockets, but it's because the shots were up and cause Kawhi was injured. Well you know who's mm-hmm. got that that role now when Kawhi gets injured? I think it's Rudy Gay. You know, <laughs> yeah. God forbid, you know, no one wants Kawhi to get injured. But if he did, man, that's gonna be a Rudy Gay role right there. It's not oh, gonna yeah. be he, a Jonathan Simmons role.
1: Yeah, exactly. You look at Rudy Gay, and yes, he is coming off that Achilles injury but you know he is one of the in my opinion one of the most underrated offensive producing producing uh, players since he's been in the league uh, you know averages double digit scoring so i think the spurs will be fine losing whatever offense that simmons can go but what about on the defensive end you, you know uh, simmons was uh, yeah. not too shabby on the defensive end
0: it, that's a great point i mean his offensive skill set is unique you said with his athleticism you know, of all of the uh, free agents, Patty, uh, Manu, Jonathan Simmons, you know, he's the only one who could drive to the hoop and, and and go toe-to-toe with his defender and and get around and beat him to the basket. And also, he can defend that skill set, which is what you need in the Western Conference with all these point guards who could drive to the basket, right? Jonathan exactly. Simmons can defend that guy. Uh, so, you know, apparently, once again, you know, obviously I'm not a scholar at – Brandon Paul apparently he's he is someone who can who can do that Jonathan Simmons role and hopefully he can for hopefully for the Spurs he can defend at that high level
1: yeah yeah let's go ahead and talk about Brandon Paul now now he's he went undrafted in the 2013 NBA draft and he spent most of his uh, pro playing career overseas uh, uh, most recently in the Turkish league And whenever he did get some sort of NBA contact or connection, it was usually with a handful of summer league teams. you're looking at since 2013 with Minnesota, most recently Cleveland. He spent some time with the Charlotte uh, summer league team years ago. And when he did play into some actual NBA games, he had a cup of coffee in Philadelphia with the Sixers. So, but he's lighting up the summer league, but you gotta say, you know, is that enough? Is that enough to convince you that he just, He's doing most of his damage in a summer league level competition
0: yeah, I don't know, um, I mean no, not at all, but we've seen the Spurs do a lot with a little
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: my other question is, do you think that they want to have some flexibility uh, with Lamarcus at the trade deadline so oh yeah if Definitely. If if LaMarcus Aldridge really does want to get out of here and they tried to trade up in the draft to get rid of him and it didn't work out, then you think, okay, well, you know, if we keep him for another year, he's going to walk on his own. We're not going to get anything from him. So our big play is to trade him at the trade deadline Mm -hmm. and get something back for LaMarcus before he walks. So, mm-hmm. do you maybe want to sign up these guys who are in the summer league and these cheap guys, and not throw money at a Jonathan Simmons or whatever, and go cheap now before the season to give yourself more flexibility to get as much as you can at the trade deadline with Lamarcus? That's an maybe excellent that, point. Dick. Maybe that's the the you know when you and I are sitting here so confused about um, about why they would send. Brandon Paul and trying to project his talent forward well maybe this isn't about right now maybe this is about the future
1: you're you're absolutely right I think the Spurs are definitely looking at that and of course you know LaMarcus you we you know, we're going into the season thinking he's gonna be part of the team and you know at the rate of all these players getting traded this offseason I wouldn't be surprised if LMA ends up going somewhere before the start of the season, but you know that with that whopping contract that he has right now, with 20 plus million this this coming season, and then and he has a player option at 22, uh, you know what team is gonna want to take that guy? Who I don't
0: think that's a play- lot of money. I think that's a bargain for for him right now. He signed that right. contract before the before the salary cap went up. I think, for, I think that 20 million isn't that much for a guy of his. Of his track record
1: But it's maybe It may a bit too much For San Antonio And if they well, want I mean, to Keep on moving money forward someplace.
0: Yeah And, yeah, and exactly. also I don't but, think it's the money And I don't think it's the scoring That's the issue for them I think it's the attitude And the in the The uh, Culture I'm not sure he's a good fit mm-hmm. For their culture
1: Yeah And you know and Culture is big In San that. Antonio yeah, yeah, you're pretty, um, pretty on point on that on Twitter. And by the way, you can follow uh, Casey on t- on Twitter. Uh, he's a really good guy to follow at Casey Kiernan. That's K E I R N A N K E S K A C A. I'm sorry, C A S E Y K E I R N A um, N. Now let's circle back to Brendan Paul, though. You know, a nice swing guy. You know, you um, s- still in his twenties. You know, he's lighting up the summer league. When I saw footage of him on YouTube and, of course, online and uh, through the uh, NBA's Twitter, he looks like it's like a clone of Simmons. I mean, exactly what Simmons brought to the Spurs. Hopefully, Brendan Paul can bring that as well.
0: You're so right. I mean, that was my takeaway, too, is that he does what Jonathan Simmons does. Uh, So is it a coincidence that we heard both of these pieces of news on the same day? Probably not.
1: Not at all. Not at all. Nope, nope, not oh, – so I agree with you. You see one shoe fall, the other shoe fall, the next domino's going to fall, and so on and so forth. So, you know, no juice, uh, more than likely, <laughs> no in next juice? season.
0: No juice. <laughs> hey, we have Mono no brings juice. the grandpa juice, so we're good with he,
1: that. <laughs> he, he, he definitely does, and he still has a lot left in his tank if uh, last season's playoff run showed. Yeah, we'll see you if got, he comes back. Yeah, you got Brendan uh, Brendan Paul coming in. Are uh, the Spurs still a little thin at that swingman spot? You know, you're considering, yeah, Manu Ginobili, you know, we don't know yet. Danny Green is there. You lose Juice, but you bring in Paul. Yeah, you know, should they shore up that more so than maybe their big man core right now?
0: Um, No, I mean, if I think if they come back with those players you just mentioned, they're going to be in a really good spot. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I'd really like them to bring back David Lee, by the way. He was one of my yeah. my favorite contributors, uh, in his role last year and also in the locker room. I know, you know, like fans probably don't think about this very often, but dude, getting a soundbite from David Lee was always going to be authentic, real. He was not going to give you the hundred ten percent soundbite. Uh, I'd really like to see David Lee come back as well.
1: Oh yeah, I, me, me too. You know, as as much as maybe he got. Uh, bashed a little bit when he first came to the Spurs last season. He definitely proved uh, to be a useful contributor, you know, on, on both ends of the court. Surprisingly, because he's not really been yep. known for a defensive player, but he then the Spurs yep. brought that out of him. You know, he did produce offensively. I like to see him come back. You know, the injury he suffered uh, late in the postseason wasn't as bad as many thought. He was okay. He basically shook Yeah, he off. didn't
0: have to have surgery. His,
1: yeah. Exactly, so you're still gonna get it back and uh, you, you know, I would love to see him come back as well so you got uh, so we now Moving forward as far as the future is concerned for San Antonio because it looks like sim is gonna be a thing of the past uh, And of course Brendan Paul is gonna be part of their future at least for now and Then you got a guy like Brent Forbes now Brent Forbes has been just torching the competition out in Vegas right now and in Utah he is just lighting it up, Casey. I I I don't know. Was that, is that really uh, maybe uh, Steph Curry in disguise? He just wants to get in some <laughs> run uh, in the off season because he's shooting lights out. In uh, by the time you're listening to this, listener, last night he uh, Brent Forbes dropped uh, what are we, 29 points. they 29, yeah. 30? Yeah, 29 points. He's he's been just uh, as I meant, I can't stress this enough. He's just been torching up. Vegas and Utah. You look at what he's doing right now. He is a leading scorer for the uh, Spurs Vegas team at twenty nine point three per game, and overall, he's led San Antonio in scoring in six of the team's seven total summer league games at twenty five point nine points per game I mean, in he's seven MVP appearances. Right now. Oh, I know. Mean, I thought this was supposed to be Love uh, uh, Ball's uh, coming out party or De'Aaron Fox, but no. I mean, I think under the radar. I think Bryn Forbes is opening eyes. But, Casey, he's on a partially guaranteed contract, but I think he's doing enough to make the Spurs think twice about that.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Um, you know, Jonathan Simmons, by the way, was a Summer League MVP once upon a time as well. And look how that turned out. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, Bryn Forbes, whenever they sent him down to the D League, this is how he played, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And... I guess, you know, the summer league culture is it's kind of every man for himself trying to put up big numbers, uh, similar to the D-League. You know, guys are there trying to get noticed. You know, a lot of these guys mm-hmm. on, a summer league, uh, on a summer league contract, you know, they're not on a team contract. They're basically trying out, and any team can go snatch them up. So it's very much akin to a D-League game in that way. Uh, mm-hmm. These teams are not used to playing with each other, so the system – is very much can be every man for himself, very simple pick and rolls. And if you're a guy like Bryn Forbes who's going to have the ball in his hand a lot, I think that lends itself to scoring. Now, that being said, Mm -hmm. he still has to go out there and score the points, right? Um, But he's doing it night after night. Um, You know, I don't want to take too much away because, yeah, it's the summer league, right, ultimately. Right. Um, But, I mean, how can you not say that this doesn't project well for the future?
1: It it doesn't. And with the Spurs... Uh, looking to show up their point guard spot which i think they're doing a fabulous job of right now they're just hoarding a bunch of guards right now considering that tp will be out for a good chunk of next season uh you know that still lends a question or begs a question that is will he get any minutes you have murray who more than likely is going to get the starting nod patty mills is back they bring they draft Derek white who more than likely will spend a lot of time in the d league and then you got brent forbes Hmm. What to do, what to do here, Casey? (laughs) What do you do? Yeah. I
0: think that's a great question that that I'd be, that I'm excited to see as well, to see answered.
1: Yeah, you know, so hope. yeah, you don't, I don't want to see him get buried on the bench. You know, if, if worst case scenario, I mean. Spurs could also be saying like, "Hey, we got this guy. We're showcasing him out here in Vegas. Uh, any takers? Uh, maybe he gets a little right. uh, help uh, in, in the in the paint. You know, maybe the Spurs are going to do that. But you know, the, the the thing about it though, as much as he's putting up points, he's still fighting for a job right now. And even if he doesn't land in San Antonio, or something happens where he doesn't come back, another team is good, definitely going to grab him.
0: Yeah. Well, I think if he does make. Well, he'll be on the Spurs roster next year. Right. But, you know, we've seen that Pop is not – this is a meritocracy. You know, it's what have you done for me lately. Like, Mm -hmm. if when Pop puts Bryn in the game and he plays anywhere close to this, Bryn Forbes will get minutes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's not just going to play guys due to seniority. So, you know, if this does project into the actual regular season, Bryn Forbes will be a regular part of the rotation.
1: And I wouldn't mind seeing if, Mon- if Mono generally comes back, you know, uh, perhaps um, Mono may be giving up a few of his minutes for the young guy, Brent Forbes, and preserving Mono for the games that we really, really need him.
0: Absolutely.
1: Definitely. Yeah. And and then, of course, uh, you know, with the numbers that Forbes is putting up, you know, he's he's opening eyes you know, I also wouldn't mind seeing uh, a pairing of Bryn Forbes and uh and, and DM D. Murray uh during the regular season. Just see a lot of that athleticism on that court, that youthful injection for San Antonio.
0: Yeah, and I do think though. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean the the talent level defensively and offensively, yeah. uh going from summer league to the actual NBA yeah, you know, I don't think that's what I mean when I say we can't take too much away
1: from Summer League.
0: I don't know. I, I know it's exciting. I don't know if we want a backcourt of Dejounte Murray and Britton Forbes.
1: Really? Yeah, not. because I I think I think Klay Thompson and everybody else will be eating them alive on the <laughs> yeah. uh, well, offensive end. Yeah, anybody
0: in the West. I think that's Yeah, exactly.
1: Better. Yeah, because I you know we should remind the listener that you know Chris Paul and James Harden are going to be paired oh, up next my season. Goodness. That's, that's going to be just. Uh, Just uh, a little uh, handful for San Antonio and the rest of the West and um, the Spurs. But, you know, before I let you go, uh, we quickly touched on uh, Rudy Gay. Uh, You know, what an acquisition for the Spurs. You know, they got him at a bargain. He's a proven veteran. Yes, he's coming off that Achilles heel injury. But if he's 100% next season, which he likely will be, the Spurs got themselves a nice one-two punch offensively with him and Kawhi.
0: Yeah, but that 100% thing to me is the big question mark. You know, I'm trying to think of how many guys have really come back from an Achilles at a high level. And obviously the mm-hmm. most recent example is Kobe Vernon. The answer was no, he did not. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, Rudy is betting on himself. That's one of the tweets that he put out there. He said, you know, bet on yourself. And he rene- he gave up a big, fat, guaranteed contract from the Sacramento Kings to get away from that culture, uh, there was an article in the Express News today where he said, as soon as I signed that Spurs contract, a dark cloud was wiped away. And that dark nice. cloud was the king's culture. Um, mm. And, you know, that's another thing that can help the Spurs attract um, attract some bigger name free agents is if they're in a bad culture. You know, we've seen it now that that is on their mind. Rudy Gay, mm-hmm. he was able to, he was willing to give up money and like I said, bet on himself for this one guaranteed year plus the player option. If he comes in here, plays well, then he's betting on himself to earn another big contract next offseason.
1: Right. No, you know, I think he is. And you know what better place to rejuvenate your career in this case, Rudy Gay, than with San Antonio. You have a guy like Pop who's going to manage his minutes, watch him carefully, sit him a couple of games more than likely uh, if he yeah. even exp- expresses that his Achilles heel just simply has a, has an itch on it, it has nothing to do with his injury pop. will just sit him down for the rest <laughs> of the game. Um, so this pop will be mindful of that. He'll manage his minutes. And then uh, hopefully uh, you know, a guy like a uh, Kyle Anderson can come in and uh, spell him a few minutes. Uh, a Davos Bertans, uh, you know, the, the Spurs got themselves uh, a quality player, in my in my opinion, as I mentioned earlier, he's been one of the more underrated scorers in the in the league since his time. Uh, he's consistent. You know, he's always going to more than likely is going to give you a double double at least close to it throughout his career. But as you mentioned, Casey, that if he got away from one dark cloud being Sacramento, there's a small, I would say, maybe a uh, a little bit of an overcast on that heel. <laughs> That's a really
0: good point yeah. That's funny
1: yeah. um, But you know Casey Your final thoughts on the state of the Spurs At this moment in this offseason uh, Are you liking what they're doing or not?
0: Uh, Yeah I'm liking what they're doing A lot of the moves are on the periphery uh, They swung and missed on the big free agents Paul George and Chris Ball mm-hmm. um, You know they tried to get rid of LaMarcus uh, uh, On draft night it did not work And I think at this point, you know, the bottom line is Kawhi stays healthy. Right. I mean,
1: that's
0: that's the big thing, Um, you know, because we could talk about the Brandon Pauls of the world and the bottom line really is, Mm -hmm. you know, will Kawhi be healthy? And he will.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And so, you know, it's kind of, I don't know, maybe a B, B minus, you know, the Spurs aren't one to try to win the back page or win the off season or win the press conference. You know, if they don't uh, hit a home run in free agency, they're just gonna sit back and try again next year and they're not gonna mm-hmm. overreact, you know, to the fan base seeing the Rockets sign this guy or the Thunder sign that guy. And what about our mm-hmm. team? They, they they don't care. They'll sit back and say, I'm sorry, it didn't work, we're gonna go next year, we're not gonna ruin our flexibility now just to win the back page or win the press conference, mm-hmm. you know? And so in that way I'm even hesitant to say B minus because, you know, they didn't do anything stupid. They just didn't hit the home run.
1: Right. You know, they, they they And that is so did...
0: Spursy, by the way.
1: Exactly. You read in my mind right now. I was about to follow you up with that. You know, it is just a Spurs like summer. I think the Lamarcus summer was actually an aberration. you rarely see them do something like that. But yep. um, you know, ho- hopefully hopefully the Spurs are able to either trade up for something great or he or Lamarcus gets his act together and we see the Lamarcus that we saw Out in Portland, but I, you know, I gotta see it to believe it, and maybe, just maybe, Casey, when Pop slipped a note to RC about getting Paul, maybe RC thought Brendan Paul, not Chris Paul. You know, maybe he just got the Pauls wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna steal that
0: line. I'm gonna steal that line.
1: That was a good one. Go for it. You're like, oh, you say Chris Paul, not Brendan Paul. No, my God, I got the wrong Paul here. You're fired. Yeah. But by the way, uh good uh, good job lately on, on you know hosting uh, the uh, News 4 and Fox 29 uh, sports uh, segment. You do a really good you, job. You you are job. doing
0: a good job, man. I man, sometimes when I need the latest, I need the story, not sometimes every day. I will literally yeah. go to news. I'm not just saying this because I'm talking to you. I will go to news 4 com and go to the Spurs zone and see what the latest thing you posted because you have things first Second, whatever. Like I know for sure yeah. that the latest stuff is going to be on there, and it's because of the great job that you do, Jeff.
1: Oh, well, thank you very much, and uh, you know, likewise to you, you do a great job uh, on air. And by the way, Casey, do you do you do you think do you think the Spurs, even despite all these moves, still have any shot at dethroning the Golden State Warriors?
0: uh probably not i think cross yeah, your yeah i'm for right an there injury. with you <laughs> cross <laughs> oh, your fingers wow. for a
1: spurs injury this i'm sorry uh a warrior injury this time not a spurs injury i uh, you know i know it's it, it's it's almost like you can almost about right now you can almost predict the nba uh conference finals you houston golden state and cleveland and boston you know maybe you can almost already predict it right now but we'll see yeah, how the rest of yeah i mean the I, w- office... I
0: would disagree about yeah. houston i think that that for teams to make it all the way either to the conference finals or the finals, they have to go through some steps first. And I think that that group will have to have one year of losing, and then I don't even know if this group comes back next year for Houston. So well, we'll
1: I disagree the with them being the, in the
0: conference finals.
1: We'll see how the mellow deal goes, though, if that's going to happen or not, and it looks like it might happen. So Yeah, that'll have a lot to do yeah. with it. They'll yeah, definitely have a lot to do with it, but uh, you know now i'm going to get a bunch of hate mail right now for not picking the spurs in the conference yeah. finals, so i I, I got to hit the eject button uh, soon here uh, Casey, where can also people find you on social media? I' missing your Twitter uh, where else have you got uh, I'm pretty
0: active on Facebook. I post at least every day, uh, sometimes multiple mm-hmm. times a day, so you know they're on Facebook and Twitter is probably the best ways
1: all right there you go and again, if you want to follow Casey on Twitter that's at. Casey Kiernan, that's at C-A-S-E-Y-K-E-I-R-N-A-N. I follow him. You should follow him. Trust me. He's hilarious. He's <laughs> funny. He's in. A, he's engaging with Spurs fans. You want to talk. And just not just Spurs fans, just sports fans in general, from the NFL to college football. Casey does it all on Twitter and more than likely on Facebook. I think I'm still one of the last people still not on Facebook. I, I You're not I'm, on it? Not, you and my mom. I'm not on it. Wow. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, dude, honestly,
0: you're not missing out on a whole lot. It's a lot of baby pictures and wedding pictures.
1: You know, that's what I hear. I hear a lot of people tell me you're not missing a lot a lot. You're actually better off on Twitter.
0: Yeah, yeah. For guys like me and you who are really into sports, I think Twitter is the way to go.
1: Yeah, exactly. Now I'm going to go and turn off my pager. And go see exactly <laughs> what my fax machine is talking about because I'm on Facebook. Uh and with that, uh for Casey Kiernan, I'm Jeff Garcia. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Locked On Spurs.